Okay, we heard no music at all. Fantastic. Good job. Two good job at the show. No, no, wrong way. Right. Oh, there, there we go. Is. There we go. Finally hear some music. All right, welcome back. There's a delay. The uh, delightful sounds of uh, Atsuko Chiba. Yes. It is. I don't know where you found them. We Thank you for the plug. You're welcome. <laughs> you're not in the band, so I don't know why you're thanking me. Yeah. I mean, you actually did it, unlike the host of this show. I mm. said Atsuko Chiba before. Well, unfortunately, I didn't hear the song. So <laughs> yeah, it's hard, to, it's hard to plug it. A song that's not playing. At, at least you tried. <laughs> unlike yeah, but the, the, le- the fact that Eagle looked at me, all right, ready to come? Five, four, what? <laughs> What's going on? Am I missing something? Just don't worry. Songs are coming in cold? When Eagle decides, that's when you come. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. Exactly. I'm in control. You are in control. <laughs> all the time, though. I feel like it's the other way around with, Peter, oh, with his actual relationship. Ten seconds? Twenty? I feel like... That's like exponentially longer than you, Mo. <laughs> I feel like like Eagle, it's not a question of... Uh, like he's got it, He's got the efficiency figured out because he's a math dude. So yeah, it's not is. about time. It's about how many pumps. So he knows he's got 12 pumps in him. So how can he, how can he get to like 90 seconds? It's an optimization problem. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Population is fine. So, all right. Welcome to the... Div- Two Eagles leave the train at <laughs> <laughs> the station at the same time. How many apples can they carry... <laughs> Assuming well, they weigh 200 pounds. Before taking off their pants. You weigh 200 pounds? You got two bills? No. Okay. Nowhere close. Oh, my God, man. Don't say, he's probably like a 120. Uh, not that low. Ask me the poll question. How right. much does Eagle weigh? 120? 170? Are you going to burn your poll question on that? No, no, no. I got a good one. I got a good one. I got a good one. All right, Div V playoffs as we are now week two, as we wrapped up week one of playoffs. A lot going on in Div V in the two, the uh, PZ brackets, as we like to call them. And let's dive into the Div E playoffs as we have. Nice, that's together. the window I had open. Perfect, even better. I All had right, the wrong one. Four open. games, four winners, and uh, we'll go through the games that caught your attention here. As PZ is giving me a real look of death. How come we're on the screen, Eagle? What the hell, dude? Eagle, what is are your you problem? On, are you like on strike or something? Are you unionized? And we're All not right, wearing it. No, wait, hold on. I turned on before. No, you well, didn't. clearly you did not. Okay, so let's let's talk about the four games. Uh, what game caught your attention from the final results? Because all the so-called home teams, the winners, the favorites, won. Yeah. Um, You're talking about the E1, right? E1. Okay. So, uh, stuff you and I talked about, we were there for Los Bandidos Honor Game Part 1. And how were Honor Game 1. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Part 1. Yeah. They were there to take victory. Yep. D1, uh, False Kings. They won a technicality. Um, oh, there we are. Oh, look. I'm wearing red. That's green. a terrible idea, by the way. Never wear it. Is. Can I, I don't, never wear what? My hand isn't blended yeah, to the ground. I felt like wearing red. I have red trim on my shoes, red trim on my shorts. That's fair. At least you match. Red oh. shirt. And I have a red NFL logo on my cap. Those are those are red things. Those are red things. I do things. love that the first half of what you mentioned can't be seen on screen. That's okay. It doesn't <laughs> matter. That's the first that's why it's important. Um, nobody can see it. But yeah, so it's it's what we thought would happen. Uh that Los Bandidos were the better team, they were gonna win the game. And they like honor game couldn't surprise them. Uh, and that's that's kind of what we saw um, in this game. Unfortunately, for honor game, uh, I like Dave. Who was a good friend, but we knew he was going to struggle for four interceptions. Yeah, but see, I that's was watching that good game. Good friend. He's a good where, friend. Where was he at the wedding? Ooh, ooh, he lost the invitation in jail. De- it depends. He's a good friend, not a great All right, friend. Put it on a poll question. No, it was producing. Good don't friend? waste your thing, guy. <laughs> Okay, so put I it watched the, the, put in the poll. Why was Dave Dahu not invited to the wedding? Why was good friend Dave Dahu? <laughs> Why was good friend Dave Dahu not invited to the wedding? Your wedding is the poll trend recently. Yeah, it is. It has been. Well, it's okay. I'm usually the center of attention. The weirdest, the weirdest thing in the world uh, for me is how many people I've either never met or barely met talking to me about my wedding that they weren't invited to that was apparently awesome. <laughs> it's, uh, nobody else, I feel, has this experience. You know what you should do? When you send out the thank you cards, put a survey for, like, next time. <laughs> that reminds me. I did not sign the book. Is that bad? Oh, did we not sign the book? Were we supposed to, was well, were we supposed to sign the book? book? There was uh, cards. Oh, I did not sign the card. Don't forget my thank you note. Take a Polaroid? I didn't do it. A what? A Polaroid. What's that, that? A camera picture? It's a camera from before your time. I was oh, all right. Uh, that's the one that's yet to shake, right? Yeah. yeah, no, I'm awful in pictures. Okay. Although the one picture I was good, somebody else ruined the picture. Mark and that somebody else ruined you in FBI. Yeah. yeah. But and he wasn't there. That's a, but he see, wasn't there. His team but that was that, that was a good transition for a thing we're not talking about yet. It's okay. Of course. Not yet. But let's talk about the games that we are talking about. Put the picture up. I can't believe I fucking lost that. <laughs> I can't believe this guy ruined the photo. Like, it was like honestly, I actually look good. You do, actually. For once. And this is what happens. <laughs> that's okay. Hold on. There you go. There you go. <laughs> look at that. Hold on. Dynamic <laughs> duo. We need to get the Dynamic duo. Get more mold. Get more stuff. Let's mold. Let's mold. That's fantastic. Oh, please. What is the name of that trio? If we were a band, what would we be called? Oh, my God. 
God. It's like The Rock with his jabronis right here, man. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that, so anybody who's watching live, uh, if you can suggest a band name. For that would be fantastic. Awful trio that obviously plays folk music. <laughs> Um, first off, I, I tried the band. I'm going to start the suggestions with White Star Girl, uh, White Girl Starbucks Music is the name oh of the band. White Girl Starbucks Music. Yeah, that's the name of the band. That's a terrible name for the well, band. Well, you guys look like you're terrible. So that's, that makes sense. Mark Andre looks like he's come from a Kiss concert in a suit. Like, yeah, all right, Kiss time. He just forgot go. his makeup at home. But like, yeah. that's like his kids dragged him to a Kiss concert because yeah. he doesn't know what what a Kiss is. He, goes, he probably mind. thinks it's like Hershey can, Kisses, can but it's not. Take me out so we have a picture of Steph. No, 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 no. We need the deal. I think it's more ideal. How is it more ideal? First off, we're the East Enders, and now you're ruining the picture. There oh, you go. Little, little half more, a mo. A little more, little more to the East End and half mo. How about bowling for Brolinbine? Oh, what? Man. Bowling from Brolinbine? Yeah. That was for Brolinbine, anyway. Well, if bowling for Columbine. I know the Columbine part, but the right. Brolinbine was Bowling that for Brolin, because right, you guys are bros. Brolin okay, bine. we're bros. All right, so back to the game. We've gone way off the rails. It's okay. Here. It's okay. That's what you know, we Stevie, do here. But let's just recap what we saw in terms of the overall outcome. Yeah, so that game was like we thought it would be. Yeah, that was that was. So Recap bad. concluded. Uh, he did <laughs> say fifty points, but he was on the receiving end. Of well, not, not th- we're not eighty two yet. Too bad. Anyways, <laughs> we're still in E one, Mo. Why did you start at E one and not E two? Like we had to go upwards. Uh, right. But Knights beat Los Siete Amigos. That kind of surprised me. Although we always said that Los Siete Amigos never looked like they came together all season long, and and that's what showed this game. Um, I thought I thought Matthew Kildjian was going to make some mistakes, and and Los Santos Amigos were just going to bleed them out. Uh, but it was the opposite. He was he was very good. Um, they decided not to cover uh, M- Michael Pietrabon, and um, Los Santos Amigos just couldn't keep up. They were the ones being bled dry by by. They Bud weren't Knights. happy with me. What, what, you, what did you do? You're, un- you're not relevant to the game. I know, but uh, because the the Papano rules is only players allowed. So listen, guys, your girlfriend's got to go up top. What? We come every game. And go Good, job. Good job. Were they hot? Uh, on a scale of 1 to 10. It's okay that they're half your age, Mo. It's fine. It's just a poll question. No. No. Just were they hot question mark. No context. Were they hot? Yes or no. Um, <laughs> Good looking. Good right. looking. Like, so, like, remember back in the day, Liz, after their girlfriends? Oh, that's that's next that level. That was like, other like world. Girls Gone Wild. Like yeah, 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 Next level type of thing. Here. Back in the day, you wanted to catch every Liz after a game. Yeah, man. It was yeah, they were really furious. Cool. Some very pretty and now they disbanded, unfortunately. Mm. Yeah. But, no, I, I think Los Amigos watching that game against Bud Knights, I, I thought Bud Knights really had a good defensive game plan. I really thought they were in flow. They, the communications mm. on the field for all for their defense was on point. And I thought Los Santos Amigos never got going rhythm-wise on offense, and that kind of put them in park for a good chunk of this game, and they lost by two scores in this matchup. Was this the uh, perhaps the inexperience of Saint Brisson showing in the playoffs? I think so, because you look at the the whole team, right? That but nice team, I always think of Simon Dijon saying, best defense out there. They yeah, so, hey, look, Simon, Simon's right. Greatest defense in the history of FPF. They won a game on defense. But they have such a loaded team, right, with the water buffalo, Cheyenne Stewart. Still don't know why he's the water buffalo, but okay. Because he's thick like a water sure. buffalo, sure. man. He, he sure. looks like a water buffalo. Or does he Cheyenne look like he's from really buffalo and retains a lot of water? Ooh. Right? He could be. But you know what I feel like was a very big uh, turning point in this game was the fact that they had Stephen Herbert he didn't have much of an impact on offense. I mean, he had four catches. for but just like having him in the huddle helped. Just having him on the huddle, yeah. and with his quarterback experience, he would be able to talk to Matthew Kiljad. Listen, calm down, take it easy, uh, no need to force things. He's and I'm pretty sure he actually finally listened. And now, look, he yeah. didn't make mistakes. Look, he, he, you can see that he no still one. takes too many deep shots. 12 for 21 means um, you're not playing an efficient style of offense. But if your deep shots are not turning into inter- inter- interceptions and you're living for another down, it doesn't matter that much. Mm. So, uh, you know, credit to them. Uh, looks like coward boys are done. The the cow the uh, boys, boys. greatest so cowards. are they cowards now? Absolutely, forever, yeah, right, forever, forever. always. My personal matchup. record book: cowards, hundred um, percent. They came into this game. Uh, Pierre Luc Dussault this time was there. He was there, yeah. and uh, despite despite their cowardly effort and and uh, oh, showing yeah, up at Division eight. E, yeah, yeah, with they former U.S. quarterback. Absolutely, I just think they were this bad matchup. Yeah. You know, for the draw that they had, I mean, tough lungs. I know we've we've made fun of Matt Lerner quite a bit, not fun, but we poked at him. For no, we say that he usually goes to one guy, but yeah. now look, you have Justin Lerner. He only has three catches all game, so he so finally realized. Well, but that's that, it. Like that's like, not my answer. They spread the ball out. Look, Greg Critzellis had a crazy game. He got five catches, three touchdowns. Well, the, and like the, I said, Justin just Bizarro fine. Gray, my boy, right there, fine, with his weird they name. They were fun all over the football. They were definitely all over the place for the football. I just thought that 
Boys, boys came in. Not like I like these guys a lot, but I just thought they didn't understand the next level of elevating your game. Or perhaps how to. No, they're young tackle kids. Or perhaps they don't, yeah, they don't sure. understand how to be men and not be cowards. Well, they're young tackle kids that didn't adjust to the game of flag no. just yet. I gave them a few years, maybe a few years. Yeah, because the talent's there. Talent Talent's is there. We know it's there. there. Athleticism's there as well. It's just that the whole uh, experience in FPF had uh, an impact uh, in this in this game right yeah. here. And uh, you know, like they they like going they like going deep and uh, big play, big play. He almost had less than fifty percent completion rate. Pierre Luc. So uh, yeah, it it just it just didn't work out for them, and uh, that's it. They just got to learn from this and move on. All right. So I'm um, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say that, like, so in the playoffs, often um, your your main targets taken away or limited. Um, the better teams are teams that find ways to score anyway, and and that's what Tough Lungs did. I'm very I'm proud of Matthew Lerner, and I'm happy to see him using a, a, the talent around because the worst part about uh, Matthew Lerner always going to his brother is. Their team is otherwise quite talented. It's yeah. not. It, this isn't a one-player roster like this. The rest of the team is also very good. Right, so right. I'm happy to see that. All right, E2, a lot of games to get to. Uh, a big Mac of games here. This was Does it go back to the clinker game, or is that not <laughs> well, there. well, honestly, look. So uh, uh, just to, to touch on on uh, on on that game, uh, for you know obvious reasons, I was there. Less obvious reasons, Mo was there. He was scorekeeping. I was scorekeeping. Um, the game actually started off pretty close. It just when they got the lead and knew we need to take shots, they played it smart. They they covered everything deep, and we had to go deep anyway because we we're running out of time. And uh, the weirdest thing in the world is when you're preparing for a game where you expect to face Marc Andre Desolnier, and instead are facing Jeremy Ledoux. Bit different. Yeah, it's not what you expected at all. So everything you had in mind is not working, and it's hard to adjust against a guy you've never seen play before. So here's the thing: Would Mark Andre Deloney score 53 points against? One of the here's the thing: Is he, he the second greatest coward in uh, <laughs> FPF this season? Mark Andre Deloney. He didn't go because he knew he showed up. We would beat. We knew that you would game plan for him, and so his strategy was: I'm just not going to play. The yeah. Man, yeah. The yeah. Man. He, pulled, he pulled the Dakwilla. The, <laughs> the man comes to the wedding, destroys a lobster. Makes a fool of himself in the team photo, and he wrecks PC's team without being there. What a, what a two weeks for... Like, like right. I told P. I want my field chop back. He did call 50 points just for the wrong team. I don't think he wanted team. back now in yeah. its current state, to be honest. Uh, it's probably somewhere in the plumbing down, of the city. to Mambo. Uh, Eagle, I gave you the official, hey, welcome to the road show. With, what, four minutes left in the game? So I was actually there for the first half, um, and, and I caught the beginning of the second half. In the first half, it actually looked like lockdown was going to be able to go toe-to-toe. Uh, then what happened? Uh, the second half. What do you scorekeeper suck? Um, That's it, not me. Score <laughs> Oh shit! Wonder Walowski. Um, the second and half. Finally, not the first. Is it? Oh, because you put the point. You put your points in overtime by accident. Wow. Yeah. In the second half, um, <laughs> Pat Riot was stubborn, and any time he got to second or third or fourth and long. He kept running sideline comebacks to Sean Fontaine and literally Nicky Papage was sitting at 10 to 12 yards on defense, daring Sean Fontaine to catch a ball, a short hook in front of him or, or beat him over the top. Uh, he knew Sean Fontaine's not as fast as he is. So he literally just sat on the comeback route every play. And it, it's, it's frustrating because um, ins from the wides were, because the way they lined up, they lined up to, to take away the sideline. Mm-hmm. Uh, ins from the wides were open all game uh short hooks were open a lot of the second half and pat Wright it just wasn't looking there he had one track mind eagle defend your boy you can't no you're right okay all right good defense <laughs> all right good so talk to barracudas I well i mean the, t- the thing is like it's the worst is because i've been in a situation well you've you've played quarterback yeah. poorly as well um the, one of the hardest things to do in fpf is when the thing you always do isn't working and you like you can spot it no problem on the sideline, right? Like why are they always going to that? But when you're the guy in the huddle, it's so yeah. hard to break from that, yeah, right? Of course. My my recommendation was to move him into a slot position and make him do post corners or corner posts, or just, just get to try and drag him, him off. Give him away from Nicky yeah. make, make it so he couldn't isolate him. Exactly, you couldn't isolate him. I wanted him in that middle position, but Pat likes it that way, so All we right, did it that so way. Chocolate Barracudas, I, I scored kept this game. They had a chance against Blackouts. They had a twelve six lead, and chippy game. It was uh, a mouthy game. A lot of uh, words being exchanged by both teams here. Uh, physical, yes. Uh, they were under men blackouts, but they came out in the second half and were phenomenal. They made some big stops. 
a big INT by our boy Chris Sioni in terms of what he I did. like him a lot, by the way. Yeah, he's a good player. He, he's not even typically the quarterback no, on this team. Not. No, he's not. Um, but uh, him and Ivan has he. Hakizimana. You'll get there. Hakizimama? No, Hakizimana. Just go Hakizimana. even H. Uh, yeah. Ivan Hakizimana is one of the fastest dudes I've seen in FPF. Yeah. Um, dude's an elite athlete. Well, I mean, he has a name for a fast guy. Like, that has to be someone that's quick with that name. Mm. You know? Why? It might it might mean <laughs> speed in Japanese or whatever. It, might, it might mean. Be. He is, uh, doesn't appear to be Japanese, uh, though. He's not Japanese. Hakizimana, please. Hakizimana, please. Hakizimana. Come on. That sounds amazing. Hakizimana. That actually sounds amazing. Hakizamana. It's like uh, another version of Akuna Matata. Mm. Close enough. It means no worries. It means no worries for the rest of your day. Yes, you go. That's there's a, That's a uh, he plays quite There's another Hakizamana who's Burin, Burundian. I don't know what that is. Burundi. Burundi. Where is Burundi? Burundi. It's in Africa. Yeah. Oh, well. that, that makes more sense. This is why I failed geography, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Shocker. Hey. Shocker. Did you ask where Burundian is? Burundi. Just another thing to I add never heard to of Burundi your worst scorekeeper. You know what? Honestly, this seems to be my last season. It's like three <laughs> like straight weeks that people want no, to but like, look, if, it is. The thing is, I, I need to keep it on because then go out on I top. risk getting fired if you're not here. So I, I just I always need someone who's closer to getting fired. All right, fair, fair. That's why we used to have a really large team, by the way. Our media team has shrunk immensely because I need to stay employed. There's a thing called top grading where you cut the worst guy and hire and keep doing that. Of course. So are you calling me the top guy? No. no. Uh, you just so said Vanslet, you cut the top guy. <laughs> Yo, you're, you're more goose than top guy. <laughs> so Ryan Vanslet <laughs> had, a, had a monster game, unstoppable. Uh, he made some back-breaking plays on a 40-yard bomb. Did he break he, his back? He broke some people's backs, man. Like he, he had broke some people's back. There was, a, there was a really contentious play where uh, him and I believe the Saint Pierre went up for a ball. Yeah. And uh, Ryan Vansley came down with it, and Le Saint Pierre was furious about the contact in the air. And like, honestly, it was contact on both sides of both teams. Like, I, I can't say one. Like, both sides were really, really aggressive. Yeah. So Thundercats. So here's the story. The pregame, some guy comes up to me. Hey, man. I can't believe you picked this to win. I'm I'm so happy you picked this to win. I'm like, all right, cool. I go to court. Who is this guy? Did you forget that you picked Thundercats also? Some guy <laughs> from Thundercats. <laughs> Thundercats. I'm like, who is this guy? Because I always instantly forget who I picked the second the yeah, show Yeah, yeah. So, so anyway, nice guy. You know, goes, thanks for believing us. I'll hopefully win today. I'm like, all right, no worries, man. Well, they won. They they upend Diablo's 24 nothing. It's because you had faith in them, Mo. I did well, have faith that's in That's why. Guys. First I, play I, of the game, oh, Michael DeGear, interception. But you know what? They, they I, I, I saw feel like that's his way to start the game all the time. I saw a couple plays, though, and they played all right. And, like, their defense, we know them from the Viking days, has been always playoff tough, and they came up big in that football game where they put a, a donut on Diablos. No pun intended for you guys uh, devouring donuts as we speak. It's not donuts. It's Timbits. Donut holes. Which Close is enough. Donuts. I'm okay for now. All right. Okay. I'm on. Yes, you go. That's why I offered it to you because going back to Eagle, yeah, and no. you might not see any oh, left. That's all right. Do when uh, when – Donut holes uh, spend too long in the box, and they get older. Do they grow to become donuts, or do you water them? Just stale timbits. Do you water them? You put fertilizer. I thought they grew on trees. Mm. That would be awesome. I think they're from the ground. I need a donut tree. So, thoughts on this game? That would be awesome. Um, It was an awful game. Uh, I watched it depressingly after uh, I got blown out also, so I can sympathize. <laughs> so basically, your way of uh, coping with the loss is watching other teams lose. Yeah, pretty much. That's okay. Um, and, like... Honestly, just seeing deep balls thrown consistently to Francois Martin is, I just don't understand. With, like, so, like, Francois Martin is quicker than he looks. Which is weird, but b- yeah. Because the opposite is impossible. Um, but the other thing is that, like, I get that he's a big, tall receiver and he, he's got good hands. There's better ways to use him, and there's better ways to use other guys on his team, like Alex Levesque, like like JD Jolie. Like, sure, JD Jolie, he can't catch a, a cold in the kindergarten class, no. but I mean, um, oh, once in a while, the ball out. will stick to his chest, right? Oh, my headset went out. That's okay. Good. Now you knocked mine out, <laughs> jerk. Oh boy, sorry. Oh, I'm back. All right. I'm, ba- I'm not back at all. I don't hear myself at all. We will speak louder. Do you hear us, Mo? No, I don't. Take off the headset. How did you do answer you hear him? Us? You hear him? You see how stupid he is? You uh, see this guy, what he's trying to do? Set. Yes. All you. right. So, yeah, uh, I'm surprised he didn't go to J.D. Jolly more. Yes, he has issues catching normal balls, mm. but he finds ridiculous ways to make impressive catches that are hard to make when you are in no rush. But, yeah, 
But uh, I don't know. Like that's awful. That's an awful stat line to gear. Honestly, uh, I was at eight for twenty-eight, yeah. fifty-five yards, and three interceptions. That's 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 just terrible. And this is what we said, right? It comes down to Michael DeGear if he's actually going to show up and actually play well. And if he didn't, he would get smoked, and that's right. what happened. And right. uh, Thundercats took advantage of the quarterback issue on the other side. So Nemesis wins 25-6. Now, if I told you the stat line of a quarterback throwing four INTs, would you think that quarterback lost? Four INTs? I would assume they lost. They won. Well, like, Emil Janda, okay, look. They, they were in control of this football game, okay? They should have won nemesis. by 50. Nemesis. Yeah, nemesis. Yeah. They should have won this game by 50. They had, for the four INTs he threw were inside the five-yard line in the end zone. And the best part was, right? That's his at, issue, though, man. He could always he always struggles to get it in there. So the defense the, uh, gave replacements a chance. Yes, he did. No replacements, though. You know what's funny? Like uh, Frank Tiola called it. Trilla, Wait, that right? was that was your contribution. He hurt himself. Wow. Just describing the thing he's saying in different words. Yes. <laughs> All right, thanks, Eagle. He hurt himself, right, Colatrella, and they bring in Corey Sim Robertson. He throws a thirty-yard bomb for Tyson because of the rough in the quarterback. But the thing was, uh, the guy who I laughed at, though, Pascal Kengi or Kengu. Can you? I guess. I'm so not sure. he came late. He's doing like jump rope, warm ups, calisthenics while his team is down. I'm like, dude, like get in the game, bro. Like, no, no, no. He has to warm up, bro. He has to warm up. He doesn't want to get hurt. But, but then I, just I so early. He does like, boxing exercises though. Yeah, he does. Fantastic. But uh, Mendy was phenomenal. Uh, he, there was no answer for him in this football game, and they three PDs. Like, that's and like, I was there for for a good part of this game too, and like at least two of the PDs were like. Balls where he even like he reached out, but he had a chance to pick them off too. Yeah, and look, they these they could have easily won by fifty. They shot themselves in the foot, but once they go into better competition, which they now advance in this playoffs here, they can ill afford to make these mistakes. No, here. they can't. They can't. It's imp- it's rare that you have like four interceptions. He's thrown more interceptions than the other quarterback, and he he won. I don't understand. Like you said, it was inside the red zone mostly, but that's been their struggle. It was all red zone. That's been yeah. all. That's been their yeah. struggle. Um, the whole he doesn't know what to do in the red zone. He tries to get the corner. Always overthrows the guy. He tries to get the quick uh, the quick out. Doesn't work out. Uh, it's just it's tough for him to capitalize. But you can't you can't leave points on the board like that though. I Where mentioned in my article that, that um, yeah we know Mandy Cardishan. We know um, uh, Jerson Previon who, who didn't play in this game. Uh, but the guy who's going to be a household name in FPF very soon is uh, Arnold Prince Dutel, and he had three touchdowns this game. Yes, he did. All right, he, let's get he, to the game yeah. that, that matters the most because we get to make fun of them because they put a kibosh on us. Bleep you, Trojans. You choked the game away. <laughs> Up by six. Last play. You let Jeff LeFave score and get the extra point. Game over. You're done. <laughs> Goodbye, no, Trojans. I mean, if I were to say anything about your behavior right now, I would say that you're unprofessional. You I know. really are unprofessional. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you were the person they mistaken <laughs> me for. I know. I'll probably get banned. I'll probably no. get suspended for next um, time. What was that? Game over, son. Oh, okay, fair. I didn't hear that. I, I actually didn't. I think you scared the neighbors there, Mo. I, I actually didn't see. Now the kids are running away. <laughs> what you doing, Mo? Like, oh, my God. I mean, Whoa. kids are always Oh, my God. There's an away. evil laugh in a garage somewhere near us. This is not safe. And there come the kids. Oh, there they are. All right. Yeah. You uh, mean in our high-rise studio. High-rise studio, you yeah. know, overlooking uh, the Downtown Ville. St. Leonard, over the 40. Um, <laughs> looking at the Metropolitan. We actually had that studio once. Yeah, we did. Um, so the thing is, uh, Mo, I'd, like, can you describe sort of what happened at the end of the game? So Jeff LeFlabe gets the ball back. One play left from the 15-yard line. That was a game-winning touchdown. Well, why, did he get, why did he get the ball from his, from, from his own 15? Or? Uh, they had the ball. It was a okay. field, too. I was watching okay. it the last play. So, gets the ball back. Drives like Tom Brady. Man, he Tom Brady the Trojans. Bleep you, Trojans. Bleep you. Bleep. Have a good uh, summer vacation. We'll see you in Fall Cup. Perfect. All After right, that rant, I don't think they'll show up in the Fall Cup. Guys. I mean, not. they won last Fall Cup, didn't they? Uh, pff, I don't know. Maybe. Some of them did. Some of them did. <laughs> Some of them. I don't think anyway, that's how that works. I don't know if it was the same team guy. They brought a new guy this season. Anyway, good for Jeff LaFave, though, man. Happy for him, man. Clutch touchdown, man. This is going to put Another guy that threw four Clutch interceptions down. and won the game. Yeah, what yeah, is going on? Man. Maybe that was your. Oh, you threw four interceptions, too, no, Pete? No, uh, no, but we also couldn't stop the It didn't work out. It didn't work out in your favor. This is the game that really caught my attention. Really good feel good moment. Lionheart's winning over Summerbirds 25 Happy to see that. Um, so Chris Rose was the quarterback. He pulled a Lamar Jackson, couldn't make a completion for 20 minutes in real life uh, <laughs> football. And the the elation of excitement terrible. that these guys had, like they 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 were more energized. They were in it from start to finish. Even though they took a couple of wobbly shots here, Rose threw a, a late first half pick that could have resulted in points, but they made a stop at the one. <coughs> they were 
in control and they played like. Why was Chris team. Rose throwing? I don't know, but he, he they couldn't stop him though. Like he kept plays alive. You know his stat line was wasn't he the number one receiver throughout the season? Yes. So here's here's my poll question. I guess he's though. like, you know what? Let's mess with their head. Like Mark Andre messed with you. But here, here's <laughs> I'm not going to show up. Though, They're going to be expecting Emilio Greco. No, it's going to be me. Poll question. Do we put this as a poll question? I don't know, Mo. You're the guy that's in charge of that. Well, let's see what's With the Lionhearts winning, was it because of the coaching from Eagle and Peasy or because <laughs> Ryan Eckler was terrible? I mean, look, we did go see them, and they were scoring zero points on average, and now they're putting up 25 on yeah. average. Also, Brewers also won. Yeah. Also and won. Clinkers also won. So the coaching. I we're mean, basically the best. It's sort of like, uh, you ever watched that show Bar Rescue? Yeah. We're, we're, a we're uh, Flag Rescue. Yeah, exactly. Mo, you know what we should do? You should sign up with another team, and we'll coach we'll you. We'll coach you. We'll coach okay, you. Okay, perfect. You, anyway, so we what, can would be, what would be your that we can song? fix anyone? What would be know. the theme song of Peas and Eagle? John Taggart of the show for uh, Flag Rescue. But no, Flag big one for the Linehearts, man. You can see song like, called this Fat Guy, big, Little Guy. <laughs> this is big. Fat Guy, Little Guy. I like that. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the, the quarterfinals coming up this Sunday in Lachine. Uh, Mambo against Nemesis. That is a 6 p.m. game. That's the first game of the Division E2 playoffs here. Mambo, the home team. Nemesis, the away team. Just to remind everyone, this is an actual bracket. So it's not reseeding. So you have 1v8 and 4v5 at the top, which is fine. But in the bottom bracket, you have 311 and 715 seats. So it's so not the like only, it's... The only seed of consequence was number two going down, which was Green Means Go. Exactly. Oh, How man. did we not speak about that? That was we a did. really good game. But they're oh, number two. And they I went down. Oh, false, false kings. To Canes. False kings. Who have been, I think they well, have a Kings, win and a tie Kings and eight did, losses. Kings did exactly what I suggested in my article. I'm not saying that that's why they did it, but I said that the game plan that worked for them is they're fast, so use that as to your advantage. Play tight man and force Dave Allen to make tight throws. Dave Allen's a guy who's a, a concept reader. He's really good at reading his offense against his own. Um, but you need to be an accurate passer against man, especially if they're, they're good athletes, and that's what Kings did. It was... It was that's all it was. It was the, the simplest of outcomes. Basically. All right, so the keys for this Mambo Nemesis game is Maybe Conrad Keeble shouldn't have spoken that much trash to me and saying that his team would go all the way. Perhaps. Well, so Mambo go, versus sir. Nemesis. Let's get to this game. Mambo against Nemesis. Um, so, Eagle, Mambo's rusher. He's good. He's fast. Who is it? I don't know. I don't know his name. What Hold are on. you good for? We're scouting for Let me go look. <laughs> I think it's the one guy that doesn't play in a higher division team. Hold on. It is... Uh, I'm pretty sure it is. Clutzy. Clutzy. So, um, a lot of this is going to be on him. Because um, I think that if he can cause Emil Genda to throw early, it's going to lead to interceptions, especially in the red zone. Uh, like we've seen, Mambo's defense, especially in the red zone, is uh, deadly. Um they are guys who largely play in the U, who have championship pedigree. Um, and they all, their quarterback and one of their safeties is a Division three, two caliber player. So yeah. He knows, how, he knows the defense and how to it. set up a defense to make it a nightmare. And Emil Janda is going to come into this and say, okay, well, let's try and do this. And Nicky Papich is probably going to adjust. He's going to see it like right off the bat. Well, and the is, there is, gonna have to Nicky, sorry? is there a solution for Nicky Papich? On, on defense. Yeah, for Nemesis. Throw away from him. Don't, well, the problem Don't is... Don't throw it in his but, but sector. The problem is, is the, the, the the whole team is good. Yeah, they um, are. They're all very good defensive like players. Even a guy like Joe Cano... Joe Cano, doesn't Cal Pedvis. He doesn't necessarily look the part. He doesn't, but he's... But he's he very knows, talented. He know, For some reason, Joe Cano just knows where to set up on the field. And he just for some reason... There's, ways, reason, there's ways to take advantage him. of uh, Joe Cano... In that you know he sits deep because he doesn't want to get beat over the top. That's true. So you can you, you can, can run run patterns in his face, yeah. uh, you know, at about a seven to eight yard intermediate area in the middle of the field. But then again, that's a part of the field. You have the rusher in your face. Yeah. It's not always easy to read. Um, Emil Janda is not an experienced quarterback, but that's gonna if he's gonna see success, that's the part of the field he's gonna have to attack. If he can hit like Mendy Carnishon, uh on on ins on on shallow posts uh, slants, um, that part of the field is typically open against Mambo. And then as soon as Joe Cano comes up because he's tired of getting beaten in his face, that's when you can hit the deep strike over the middle. Because uh, other than that, the sidelines you're gonna have Horner and and Papich roaming, and it just they make things difficult. Um, you can also do things where you're running concepts where you you're, you're bringing one of them deep and then hitting hitting like a quick out. Like shallow where the, the spot's been vacated by Papich and Horner because you know they're the guys dropping. 
So uh, if you know that, you can sort of scheme things open. But that's going to take a lot of patience by Emil Janda. All right, so we got the uh, the two Cinderellas or the two sweetheart teams that everyone's become fan figures. So Brewers against Linehearts. Uh, I, I like this game because can the Linehearts revive their emotional uh, uprise that they had against uh, their first game winners, which was, of course, um, blanking out right now, who they've won against Summer the Summerbirds. Thank you very much. It's can right they, on the screen. Can though. they carry that emotional wave into this game? Because right now, this team they're going up against, and we're talking about Brewers, they can put up points if Lefebvre's in a rhythm. He wasn't in a rhythm in that win last week in over Trojans. But here's a defense such as Bravehearts that can really come out with big Lionheart. Lionhearts. I call them Bravehearts all the time. Braveheart. Though. Are they I Scottish? Think, you know why I think you know what I call them? Because Chris Rose is from England. Ah, fair enough. So can that makes sense? Can Lionhearts come up with the stops that they did and make a big play or two to get that field position in their favor? I honestly, I just hope that Lionheart doesn't like Bravehearts. over. Well, you say Bravehearts, I say their actual team name. Lion Braves, Lion Bravehearts. There you go, Brave Lionhearts. Brave Lionhearts. That sounds better, actually. Yeah. But uh, yeah, if they could channel that emotion that you said and uh, not make it uh, okay. Look, we won the first one. We're gonna be on a rhythm. Okay, it's gonna go our way. This and that. They gotta just go in, play their game the way they played against Summer Birds. Don't take the Brewers too lightly. They might see the Brewers and their defense, who doesn't really look like they could really keep up with speed wise. You know, they might look at that and then take advantage, but Brewers will adjust. So if they just uh, find a way to just continue keeping it simple, do what they have to do, and uh, the same way they beat Summer Birds is a very impressive team as well, uh, they'll be good. But they can't let that emotion get the best of them. Right. Peace. Um, so a lot of it's going to come down to Gino DiPietro and how he's able to manage um, – how he's able to manage – Chris Rose, if, if he's... Quarterbacking. Uh, no, sorry. Who's the rusher for Brewers Eagle? I can't... I read up the wrong team. So, uh, uh, the rusher for Brewers, whose name is is, uh, is escaping me. Um, if if he... If we see Chris Rose at quarterback again, uh, he's an inexperienced quarterback, it's going to take them a second uh, to, to, to adapt to the fact that he's going to buy time and so on. Um... So if he's quarterback, it all falls down, falls on to uh, Brewers rusher um, to see whether or not. I believe it's uh, one of two people. It's not Jason Stevenson. James Moulton? James Moulton's the guy. There we go. Uh, James Moulton. Uh, if James is able to uh, sort of keep him in the quote-unquote FPF pocket, um, they have a chance. If Chris Rose is playing quarterback and buying time and running – they're going to find that difficult. So that's going to be an interesting dynamic. The other thing is uh, Lefebvre got away with throwing four interceptions and winning the game. He can't do that this week. I no. don't think he can do that this week because no. there's just a lot of athleticism on Lionhearts. Uh, in a way, like Trojans, they're you know big, strong guys, but uh, Lionhearts have just a lot of speed, um, a do. lot of quick players, and, and guys who are not football players, but... But smart, like just generally good athletes, very instinctive. Um, so I'm curious to see how that's how that's gonna pan out. So Clinkers, Thundercats. Um, I look at this matchup, and I think maybe Thundercats can win this with their defense. And I think they, they Clinkers are the best, the best roster in Division E2. The dudes are monsters. The dudes are. Phil Osan, by the way, the snapper. Phil Osan's yeah. a great snapper. Very underrated. I just feel like he plays way too much. Athletically gifted. <laughs> he what? He plays. It's, uh, it's like. In the season, during, now it's playoffs, I know, but during the season, he every time he played, he played three back-to-back-to-back games. Okay. So I feel like he had a lot of FPF, yes. And then it shows, maybe he's tired, maybe he needs a bit of a break, but he's a great snapper if yeah. he's in the rhythm and he's not over overtired, you know what I mean? I'm curious to see if uh, the coward, Marc-Andre Dillard-Dizelnier, will be there this time around. Uh, maybe he can quarterback for Bozy oh, Boys. Man, how awesome would it be if PZ has to present the trophy? If they win, that'll be fantastic. Yeah, I'd be proud. Of, I'd be proud of him, but like it's gonna be hard to present the trophy for a guy who doesn't show up because he knows his team is better without him there. So it'll never happen. <laughs> From earlier when we were talking about the game, uh, Jeremy Ledoux says the smiley face with the tears coming. No, he's out. he's laughing hysterically. Laughing. Yeah, the laughing hysterically. He's one. laughing hysterically. Honestly, no, uh, I was I was super impressed. That's a taunt uh, to you, bro. Is Jeremy the the rusher? Or is that Max? That was the guy that played. No, Max is the rusher. Max is the rusher. Jeremy's the quarterback. Yeah, he's good. Max, uh, like so. Um, I see their Facebook picture. Max's Facebook picture is legendary. It's like the two brothers back to like they're back facing the crowd, and it's just like it's like it's in a 
It's like a cinematic scene. It's it's actually very good. You okay. Facebook stalk these guys? No, it's like people you may know, and well, it's there. Uh, put it in the poll question. There you go. Please. There it is again. Terrible yeah, scorekeeper. Steph Facebook stock FPF members. I'm pretty yes. sure. Like terrible now. scorekeeper. It's not even a question. The answer is yes. <laughs> I'm going yes there no. now. I'm going to go to people you may know if I can find All it, right, and you'll can probably. Can you put one poll? poll can you put one please. poll answer as yes, and then and no yes. second option? And no second option. That's the only poll you get tonight. <laughs> yes. This, Why this, would you waste your poll on me again, Mo? Scorekeeper in FPF history. Steph Nabrati, Facebook stock FPF members. Now it's not showing me people you may know. It's not showing me people you may know. You guys are lucky. I was going to prove my point. Max Ledoux is good. Um, I'm not a quarterback who's typically uh, affected by by run, by uh, by rushers. Yeah. I I get rid of the ball quick, but there's times where literally quick concepts. I didn't have time to get to my second read, and he doesn't miss a flag when he's close. So that whole trick where you you know like you're if you're an experienced quarterback, you do that thing where you you sort of like tuck your body in and step forward and the, quarter, the, the, the rusher just misses the flag and he ends up five yards behind you, that doesn't work on him. I, I look at this clinker team and if Marc-Andre is a quarterback, I think Thundercats have see, a spider See, chance. people you may know, Max Ledoux. Told you, just shows up all the time. All right. It is very cinematic. Well stocked. But Not stocked. People you may know. Accidentally. Good job searching. I saw you searching. He's throwing touchdown bombs there. early on. There's no way clinkers. Uh, there's no way. Thundercats can keep up with clinkers in this football game. But I don't think they can either way. Um, Mark Andre is a good quarterback. Um, he's a coward. I, I mean, I, I wish he had. Yeah, I wish he had something where his nuts are supposed to be. Right. But uh, other than that, other than like being born physiologically different, he's a very good quarterback. All right, blackouts, Canes. Uh, yeah. We look at this game here. Blackouts are the seven seed. Canes the fifteen seed. I think that might be the biggest upset in the in the whole. I'm sure I don't is. think it's much of an upset if Canes win. Well, when it comes to like, the ranking. Just because, like, where are they? They're, they're two wins apart in the regular season, so. No, no, he's talking about the 15 2 seed. 15 2 seed, right? For them to win that first round. Oh, and excuse then me. Now, yeah. here they are. At well, I point. mean, but Green Means go or False Kings. Yeah, but just to say it's the biggest like, ranking. These guys are upset, Green Means. Like, they should be. Good for you, Conrad. These guys are waste, man. That's all you guys are. So, anyway, this game now Blackouts, Canes. Who was the biggest threat for Blackouts in your mind going up against Canes? Um, I like Tricione, and I like him better if. Uh, Julian uh, Lachance is there yeah. uh, to throw because the dude is a dynamic receiver, an aggressive defender. All around nice dude, by the way. Yeah. I had a chance to talk yeah. to him a little bit after our game. Against down the garage. Really, really liked him. Um, you mean high rise? High rise studio. Yeah. Um, yes, it's a basketball that hit us in the high rise. <laughs> it bounces really high. Bounces really high. <laughs> and they they really pump that ball. It must be a Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is it Spalding? It is Spalding, but that's why All right, fair. Fair. I mean, in that, so Tom Hanks will never feel alone? No. Uh, Max Ledoux says, all love, guys. There he is. Yeah. <laughs> is he the older or younger brother? Of I have no yes. idea. No, you're asking for way too much. Bro. <laughs> That's he beyond my Facebook stalking skills, apparently. Check his IMDb. All right. Strapping <laughs> up here for <laughs> E2. Uh, uh, so, yeah, so that, that's um, he's the guy, I think, um, to me, is the most impactful player for blackouts. Steph, your thoughts quickly? Uh yeah, uh I agree with the uh, I agree with the uh, piece. Honestly, there's not many people that stick out on this Canes team. <laughs> so so that's why he would be the guy But you know what though, having actually seen Canes literally for the first time this season, I actually I watched I saw them once like week 2 and a lot nice of uniforms. Nice uniforms. Yeah, um, they are nice. No, but I, I I like I like them a lot in terms of like the the this the speed and and youth and vibrance of the team. Um they're going to be good. They're going to be very good. I don't think they're getting past this week, but um, I, see, I see a I lot. Of they should have gotten past week one, but today. I wow. do. I, I honestly like. I'm not. I'm not shocked because uh, I saw a path for them, and that pathway worked. Like a, I you know, know like, like if you look at it, like, the record was one eight and one, and they go. Yeah, the that's irrelevant. That's irrelevant. I know, because Dave Allen mean, usually Dave Allen plays was, well. Like Dave Allen was picking on uh, yeah. on poor teams and, and teams that, that, that's, that's the usual problem with. How the well would it be if the 15 Canes make it to the? Uh, the conference finals, and they face clinkers. Yeah, <laughs> yo, don't rate Mambo off, man. I'm not. I'm no. not. I'm not. See, I, look, but that's I think that right all. now clinkers have a tough Honestly, road. Honestly, they they have they have the matchup. In yeah, that but clinkers game, have a tough Mambo road to win. get to the final because of who they have to go through. Those those three teams on their side of the bracket is not easy. Whereas, Blackouts, Canes, Brewers, Linehearts, any of those four teams can easily get through. But that side of the bracket for clinkers, it will not be. It'll be earned if they win the championship. Yeah. 100. Not for sure. Earned. All right, Devi, Jean Guy, part of my swag. I like this game a lot. I really do. Uh, <laughs> can, can can the Jean Guy defense 
be as frenetic as they've been this year because I think they scored, what, like 105 points? They gave up like 102 points for the entire season. So last week, we, uh, both Stefano and I said, I mean, Machine's defense is a great matchup for Brad Evans. This is the opposite. Um, the rusher, uh, Simon Laporte, is going to get to Brad Evans. Brad Evans needs to get to second, third read for his offense to be truly effective. Um, he Which struggles. He probably he won't have time to do so. Just to he needs to score constantly. Simon like Laporte is there quickly, man. Just, just to verify again, uh, Eagle, this is a reseed, correct? And every this correct. is a reseed, yes. Okay, very well, carry on. Um, and the Jangi plays a very aggressive style in the flats, and, and they're but they're, they're smart with how they play aggressively. Um, there won't be a lot of mistakes by Jean Guy, so Brad Evans is going to need to score five times because he's going to get only five possessions. Well, if he scores five, they're winning the game. Yeah, because but, because but Jean Guy just scores like three. Yeah, but so like I I I don't know if he can even go three for five against his defense. Uh, that defense is very very good. They are. I don't, I, <coughs> I keep saying I don't know how they they just have a bunch of guys that are just well. It's similar part. They have. I know. It's a he, he's obviously the hugest factor on that defense. But even if he doesn't get to the quarterback and the quarterback finds a way to miss it, make a miss, which is often rare. But then, then, then the defensive backs that he has behind him are locking down and sticking with the receivers. And I don't know. I never think that these people could keep. But up how many, with their like, like, like Steph, you've seen them all season. How many times have you seen a broken play against Jean Guy? Yeah, offense? yeah, you're right. And it's, that comes out to seem a lot important. That even when he doesn't get sacks, but see, the he's tall and he takes yeah, with passing that's lanes. True, that's true. He doesn't make mistakes at rusher. No, that's so what it is. Even if he gets eight sacks in a season, it's as impactful as another rusher getting yeah, twenty sacks. I know. I know it's it's ridiculous. The way he plays the quarterback is, is fantastic. Yeah, he's just a, I don't okay, think there's so anyone better in this. Who's division. more likely to have a, sh- uh, a like a real like separate tank performance? Brad Evans or Simon Provencher? Probably Simon Provencher, but they'll win anyway. They can win anyway. Like so, Brad. Uh, pardon my spite. Can't survive Brad Evans having a bad game. Jean Guy can survive Simon Provencher having a bad game. All right, because they've done it. Yeah, <laughs> they've done it for sure. Exterminators, but Knights. Best defense against the exterminators. Steph, your thoughts on this game? Uh, honestly, like I, I said it before, the reason why they won, I feel like there's more of it off off the field kind of thing, like in the huddle with uh, the veteran status and uh, Stephen Herpasad talking to Matthew Kiljad, making sure he doesn't feel like he has to do too much because mm-hmm. he doesn't. All he has to do is play it safe, play conservative, get it to your weapons because he has quite a few. He's got some very good receivers that he could play with. And, uh, you know, just keep to your game. Try not to psych yourself out. Or even if you make a mistake, like, put it aside. might not be easy the first time. But, you know, maybe run a play, run something quickly that you know is, like, almost a guaranteed completion. And then you're good. You have to slow down the game, and then that will be fine. That that'll Then their defense would be able to help him secure the win. Peace, uh, your thoughts. Um, but Knights and Matthew Kildren, I think he's going to have to – Reevaluate how he calls his offense in this game. What's open against exterminators is the intermediate area. Yeah, he can't always go deep. They work. They actively work to take away the deep ball. Yeah. Uh, so that's like their main focus. Yeah. They don't uh, want to get beat deep, and if they do, they hate it. Exactly. <laughs> they so hate getting beat deep. So you can. The way to exploit that is, of course, to, to sort of clear and attack intermediate. Um, I mean, look, that's <laughs> the hardest area to defend against in FPF. Is yeah. is exactly that. Um, so, I don't know if he has the discipline to do it. I'm sure Stephen Harpersad will see it and say, hey, you know yeah. what? This is open. Attack this. Uh, it's a question as to whether or not he can stay disciplined and do it. Third level midnight, tough lungs. This is That's a, a good th- game. This is a dicey game, I That's think. That's a good I game. I think it's the easiest uh, path for uh, <laughs> threat level midnight to come through. Cause tough I, lungs. Well, do, you, do you even think threat level midnight is a better team? Well, the record like, is ro- but, uh, just roster to roster. No, roster to roster. Tough lungs, in my opinion, have a better roster than Toronto. I agree. I, I agree. I think they, they do. Had, they, right down to the rusher. The hairline fracture of, of, of this game being like a 50-50. The difference, the difference is Joe Lemieux. And this season, we've seen yeah. finally the return of the good Joe Lemieux. Um, For now. Playoffs are here. That's fine. But like it's that, a different game. He usually when was the last time he even made the playoffs, right? Like he's, he he's struggled so mightily for yeah, the past. See, he might season. be out of the whole playoffs, uh, like playoff vibe and all that. You know, I, I don't. I don't think that's gonna be the thing that affects him. Mean, look, uh, it's a game like any other. No, uh, for sure. That, that's how you're supposed to think of it. But some people don't. They just think, oh, it's a playoff game. You know, we gotta win. You know. But honestly, uh, I, I mean, we joked about them earlier in the season going for going for one. 
to tie the game. To tie the game and last play of the game. And he missed. It's funny because at the end of the game, like sorry, the next week when he saw me, he said, I didn't even think of it. I didn't think. Like, <laughs> he did it. I just said one then point he saw to the, the scoreboard. Ref. Then he saw the scoreboard. Yeah. And he's like, wow, we <laughs> would have just tied the game. And um, th- that's the thing with. Uh, it's like his go-to is he gets a touchdown at one point. doesn't even look at the scoreboard. Yeah. Nothing. One, one, one point. point. I just, I'm uh, but that's no, I'm not going for two. I'm going that, for one. That said, I think, I think he's the difference. He, I give him the edge, but uh, the roster overall, I give that to Tough Lungs. They're good. No, Tough Lungs roster. They have good. a good roster. They do have a good roster. I, I, Matthew Lerner's adjusting. I wonder if Matt Lerner's going to have a bomb. A Honestly, game. I just hope he doesn't go back to his old ways of just looking at Justin. That's what I'm saying, though. I think he's due to go back to his old ways. Uh, I don't know. My Greg Cretellis has shown proven to be a very good uh, go-to guy. Justin Bizarro Gray is also a good. Uh, Oliver Delirious as well. Uh, yeah, but he usually just plays defense. Yeah, but, when, <laughs> but, but he's a great rusher. Every time, every time I he's see him on great the field r- on he offense. He is so hyped on rushing, man. It's hilarious. But every time I see him play offense, he, he contributes. No, no, he's super quick. You know, like yep. so He's usually the deep guy if he's yeah. on offense. Trailer Park Boys, quick. Los Benitos. Yeah. That's, this is a good game. That is a good game. Um, I feel like if Bandidos had their team the whole week, the whole year, and they didn't have that that ugly forfeit loss. Yeah. Or the one game that Frank Deroche and Vincent Benjamin weren't there, they would have probably been the one seed. So in my opinion, Bandidos are are probably the best of these two teams right here. So but the th- the thing is, uh, what each of these teams does doesn't play like it's not going to be a pretty game because they neither team um, does the thing that takes advantage of the other team. So uh, Trailer Park Boys is a good communication offense. So they don't we're, they do not do well against floods because they communicate quickly. And so therefore, hey, go pick that route up. But then they'll leave the route right behind them open. Um, but that's not what Los Bandidos do. Los Bandidos look for the deep shot or the quick slants. And those are the two things Trailer Park Boys defend extremely well. And then on the other side, uh, Trailer Park Boys, uh, they they extend plays and look for broken plays and put the ball up and let their athletes make plays. But they're going to be doing that against Louis Savoie-Seguin and Vincent Benjamin. And the worst part is, is that even though they're doing that, they may win the game because of how <laughs> ugly it's going to be. And yeah, Trailer Park Boys' be, record record when there's three scores or less be a grunge game, man. per team, right. they, they, they're like almost undefeated. So what do you call it? Grudge? 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 Grudge. Grudge. It's going to be a very, uh, it's gonna be a very uh, high intensity game, you know? Passionate game. Yeah. Passionate. Inti- well, intensity. Passionate. Intensity to it. Intensity well. is a word, Mo. Very well. Which fruit is the most passionate? Ooh, passion fruit. Nope. Pineapples. You rock. <laughs> I was just, you know, I was sitting you up just to syrup? say no. You know that, right? Pineapple Syrah? Did you say pineapple Syrah? I said, no, you're wrong. Pineapples. Ah, okay. I, I heard pineapple Syrah. I'm like, all right. Okay. All right. Uh, it's now time for men's drinks. Games of well, the Week. So what was the record uh, for Division E uh, playoffs here? Uh, Eagles? I haven't computed it yet. Okay, it was a busy perfect. week. Yo, you're, sp- you're the guy who computes. Yes, you're likely losing. No, man, I'm the greatest. Also, I have a second chance because I have my article with my official picks. All right, here we go. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it works that way. I mean, all season long, I've been seeing my articles on my official picks, right? So. Uh, uh, Jean Guy, we're going to go with E1 first. Again. Jean Guy <laughs> versus Pardon My Swag. <laughs> wow. Who goes first? Uh, you, Mo. Mo Khan. I'll go Pardon My Swag. Yeah. Please. Uh, I will go Jean Guy. Yeah, I think Zhang is going to be too much for uh, Brad Evans. All right. Exterminators versus Bud Knights. Um, Bud Knights. Also, yeah. uh, just as a disclaimer, there's a good chance I pick a different team in the articles. Uh, that's because I actually put thought into it. And as I'm describing what I think will happen in the game, and my you want to change your pick, don't you? No, no, no. no. I, right, I actually, I like, I like that pick. I'm saying. Uh, when I sit down to actually analyze the game, it may be different. But for now, like this is like you know, a Rorschach card. I say Bud Knights. Yeah, I say Bud Knights yeah, as well. Bud Threat level midnight, tough lungs. Uh, I say tough lungs if Matthew Lerner doesn't go back to his old ways. Yeah, I go tough lungs. Make a sweep. Trailer Park Boys versus Los Bandidos. Bandidos. Yeah, I, I want to pick Trailer Park Boys a lot, but I'm gonna pick Los Bandidos. For yeah, now. yeah. Los Bandidos have a, they they have too many weapons. Well, they have the one. That's just they have ridiculous. too many weapons. E two because if Mom it's not Vincent, too many weapons. 
Mambo versus Nemesis. Mambo. That's my pick. I will say Mambo. <laughs> yeah, I'll say Mambo as well. Get some more consensus. Brewers versus Lionhearts. The battle uh, for my heart. I, I say Brewers are going to win this game. Lionhearts, I appreciate the effort that you put into last week, but it's going to be a different. It's two guys that have the same path in FBF right now. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going Brewers. I think Lionhearts big uh, jump for them this year. Yeah. So um, Brewers. <sighs> Brewers. Not, I don't like it though. I might, I might change it for the article. <laughs> like this is, this is a, it's a I close might game, change though. it in the article. It, it, honestly, it, it's a close game. It's uh, no, it's going to be a close game, but I still think Brewers have what it takes to finish it. Next, Clinkers versus Thundercats. Okay. Oh, it's me. Okay. Well, Thundercats really were uh, happy that I picked them. Really, we're happy. So you want to make them so happy this time again. you will not. Make so them this happy. time you'll Clinkers. pick them. They'll be happy and you'll, they'll be Clinkers, disappointed. Yeah, okay, so now yeah, they're gonna hate so you. So Mark Andre stay t- stay home. Your team's better without you, Clinkers. Yeah. yeah, Clinkers are a better team. And last game, blackouts versus Canes. Blackouts. It's my pick. First <laughs> Come on, Mo. Sorry. I will go with blackouts. Yeah, blackouts. blackouts. Yeah. Right. So a lot of consensus this time around. Yeah, yeah. I think I did pretty well though. I don't know. There's no way I can know. We both have we all, we all have Brewers winning against Trojans. That's one game we all. Well, because we couldn't, we weren't allowed to mention Trojans anyway. by Company Edict. Thanks, Rob. Magic yeah, words, Rob. Please. Sorry. Magic words, please. What the hell's it beyond, Burger? Good night, Trojans. Isn't it good night, vegans? The uh, sure the NW vegans. right over here actually opened recently, and I had the Beyond the NW Burger. Mm-hmm. It's not great, but it's not terrible. But so here's my it's question. It's not good either. But my question is, what's the point? Oh, because vegans. If, it, it if you're a vegan, okay, if anybody knows vegans, it's you, please. You had a vegan option at your wedding, Christ. The veggie burgers Cauliflower are thick. Yeah. This has the texture and the juiciness of a meat burger, but it doesn't have any meat in it. But if you're a vegan, steak. follow, follow yeah. me. I still here. can't believe I saw that. If you're a vegan, why would you go to a place that makes burgers looking for lunch? Yummy. That is a very good observation. Fast food burger? So it's like, it's like, because you have no time. It's like going to an FPF Division E game and looking for athleticism. 